0: I realized that not everyone is looking forward to the new year and maybe you are one of those people. Maybe you have looked at this past year, hated it and said, you know what? Why even bother? Because nothing's going to change anyway. I remember having those kinds of thoughts for many years, to be honest with you, thinking that this was just my life and this is how it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I hoped it would change, but did I really believe it would change? Not really. So if that's you, you're the person that I want to talk to because the new year is fastly approaching and I want you to get excited for it. So today we're having a conversation. Join me back right after this. Hey sis, welcome to Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Healing. Are you hurt and confused after a recent breakup? Are you having thoughts like, I can't believe I'm here again, why wasn't I enough for him, or I'm never going to get married? Do you find yourself googling how to get past the breakup or how to heal my broken heart? Do you start your morning feeling like you can finally breathe again, only to fall apart when you see a picture of your ex on social media? Cases. Hey, I'm Candice. I too was a single Christian woman who was heartbroken but still desired marriage. I too had numerous failed relationships and wished the right man would come along. I wanted closure from past relationships, healing for my heart, and I wanted to feel joy in my life again. But the truth is, I had no idea where to start or how to make any of this happen until I found the secret, partnering with God to heal from heartbreak. In this podcast, you will find tips for moving on after breakups, growing your relationship with God, and preparing for future relationships so that you will heal your heart and be ready to move forward into the life you desire. So turn off those heartbreak songs and turn me up in those earbuds. It's time to heal sis. Hey sis, and welcome back to the podcast. Happy that you are joining me on today. Thank you for being here. Um, I know I said last episode was the last episode for 2023, but you know what? Here we are. (laughs) I decided to do one more episode because you guys were on my mind and I was going through my journal and I'm looking at my journal entry. I put everything out in front of me. I have a scripture or two that I want to go over with you. And, you know, I want to just share my heart for a moment. I want to share some things from God's word, but also some things from my life that really lined up with God's word. And we are talking about the new year, okay? I know, like I said just now, before this episode really started, that not everyone's looking forward to this, okay? Not everyone is excited about January 1st because some of you might be thinking, new year, same old, same old, right? But wrong. I want you to shift your perspective on this new year. I know you've gotten your hopes up before and things may not have worked out the way that you wanted it to. And listen, I can't promise you that you're going to get everything you desired in 2024. But what you can do is change your outlook and know that God loves you and he has something amazing in store for your life. Okay, And he wants you to enjoy your life at whatever season that you are in. And so you might be thinking, okay, New Year's coming in, but what's really going to change in 2024? You might be thinking, what can God really do in a year? Well, sis, let me tell you, he can do a lot in a year, okay? I know that a year is really not that much time, but it's enough time to get a lot of things done, okay? And so a lot of things on your part for you doing some work, but also God, though, listen, he's not confined by time and he can do things in an instant. The reason why God takes his time with a a lot of things is because he's developing us. He's trying to get our mindsets together. He's trying to give us wisdom through experiences and all types of things like that. But if it wasn't for that, yes, he could do things just in an instant. So time is irrelevant to God. And so if he's ready and you're ready, then you know what? Things will happen for you quickly. And so I want to give you a scripture first, okay? Turn with me to Genesis chapter 18, verse 14. And I'm going to go ahead and read it. So this is when the angels come and, you know, God is promising Abraham and Sarah that they are going to have a son the angels are the visitors, as they say, are talking to Abraham. And they're saying, you know, I'll return to you next year, this time, and your wife, Sarah is going to have a son. And Sarah laughs. And they're like, what? Sarah's laughing, you know, she, she gets scared because she's uh, not really knowing that they could hear her. But they're like, why did she laugh? You know, and even Abraham has some questions because he's like, well, I really have a child now that I'm old. because." Abraham, I think they say he's like a hundred years old at that point. And Sarah's in her 90s, like they are old. Okay. And so verse 14 says, is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return to you at the appointed time next year. And Sarah will have a son. Okay. So I, this is a year. It's one year they are saying I will return to you next year and Sarah will have a son. So at a point in time where things seem completely impossible for them, right? Because again, Abraham is 100 years old, Sarah's 90-ish, okay? And so it seems quite impossible that Things ain't functioning the way they used to function, okay? And how, you know, does Sarah even have any eggs left in her in her um, womb, like in her uterus? Like what's going on, okay? In her ovaries, look, I'm getting all the body parts mixed up. But it's like, does she, does she even have the ability to conceive at that point? And most people would say no, but God likes it like that. <laughs> he likes it when it's like, okay, you can now sit back and let me do my thing because you're not going to get the glory for this. This is going to be all me. So they promised Sarah a son. And if you jump on over to Genesis chapter 21, it says, Now the Lord was gracious to Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah what what he had promised. Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham in his old age at the very time God had promised him. Okay. So not only do we see that God gives this promise, but then we actually get to see the fruition of the promise. So I'm reading this to you because I also have my journal open. I, like I said, I was going through it and I landed on the journal entry that I wrote on January 29th of 2016, and it was God's specific promise to me that I would be married next year that time. That's why I was reading that scripture to you because he brought that scripture to mind for me. Okay. I had been in my Bible heavy. Okay. Um, within the past months for sure, as I was going through my healing journey, um, from 2015 on into 2016. And at this time, I was fasting. And God gave me this word in the shower one night and I hopped out and I wrote in my journal. And, you know, he told me, he was like, I needed this time alone with you because next year, this time you're going to be a wife. And so I put like Sarah, you have given me a promise and I thank you because it's already done. Okay. And so like, that's what I wrote in the journal specifically. Those were my words. And so within a year, less than a year, actually, I was married. God came through on his promise. He said, this year, next time you will be a wife. When January 29, 2017 came, I was a wife. Okay, I was a wife. And so God was faithful. He was gracious to me that he delivered his promise that he gave me. And I'll be honest with you and tell you, I was not trying to force it to happen. I wasn't out there looking for anyone. I I just relaxed. And I was like, I'm writing this down. I'm closing my journal. And that's it, God. That is all you. <laughs> and I'm going to wait patiently for you. And so that's what I did. And I think around somewhere around April of that year, I remember reminding God, saying, Hey God, just checking in about this promise that you gave me. I have no prospects. I'm not dating anyone. Uh, So I really don't know how this is going to happen by um, next January, but I'm still trusting you. I'm still believing you. So, you know, just throwing that out there as if God really needed me to, um, you know, remind Him of the promise. However, I was just like, I don't want to get to the point where I was being completely impatient and trying to do anything myself because I had gotten to the point where. I was tired of doing things myself and on my own. And so I really wanted to see, was God going to come through on the promise? So I'm telling you this because you might be saying, well, sis, he didn't promise me anything. Well, maybe he has not yet come to give you your specific promise like he gave to Sarah or like he gave to me. But what you can do is get in God's word because there are all sorts of promises in there. And I will be honest and tell you, I don't know how much faith I would have had in that promise had I not read God's word and had I not known that scripture because that scripture immediately came to my mind when he told me that. And so whatever God tells you and speaks to you, promises you, instructs you to do is going to be reflected. In his word, okay, it's going to somehow, some way line up with the Bible. So, if you don't know his word, then it's going to be hard for you to have faith in what he's telling you. It's going to be hard to recognize his voice, it's going to be hard to even hear it at all. You might just be thinking it's a figment of your imagination, but I knew that this was God when I heard it because it wasn't even something that I was thinking about. And it came to me, and again, it was God's word all the way. And so I went ahead and I wrote that thing down and I said, all right, well, God, you said it, I'm going to believe it. And that's going to settle it for now, you know, until that time comes. But I was like, I'm not going to do anything again to rush it. So I'm saying this because a lot happened in 2016, obviously, for me to be able to become a wife by January of 2017. So for those of you who don't know, who may not have listened to those particular podcast episodes where I shared this information, uh, my husband and I, my husband was the person whom I had that breakup with that completely shattered and broke my heart. And some people are like, what, what? It was your husband who did that? Yes, but do remember that he did not do anything crazy like cheat on me or anything like that. It was just that things were not working out for us. We, we were not in the same place. A lot of things were happening with both of us personally, honestly. But when things, when we broke up, it still hurt me so deeply because I just knew it was over, over. I did not expect when God gave me this promise, I did not expect for it to be him. To be honest with you, I, I, I honestly did not want it to be him. I wanted a new and fresh start. God, on the other hand, had other plans. Right. And so I had to go with his plan because when it came, when it came down to that promise and he showed up, I was like, Nope, I think this is from the devil. (laughs) I had to honestly go and pray about this. And I was like, I took a couple of months to really, really pray and ask God to reveal to me if he was the person or not for me. And so it took a couple of months. And so we got engaged, we got married very quickly. And I did. And it's funny, because I did not share that promise with him, like when he proposed to me. And through all that time, I had never shared that promise. And I made it a point not to share the promise. And then even after we got engaged, he was like, you know, I don't want a long engagement, like all that kind of stuff. And I still had not shared the promise. So it was just lining up that we were going to be married before that happened. And so after, you know, he was expressing, you know, um, not wanting a long engagement and things like that. I then shared the promise with him and he was like, well, shoot, let's do this. You know, it's like, we're going to line up with what God told you. So I'm, so I'm saying that because again, a lot can happen in a short period of time, one year, 12 months, It's not a lot of time. It's really not, especially for big things. But if you do just a little bit every day, then that will lead to big results. And you might be saying, sis, what were you doing a little bit every day to get this big result? Well, you know, I was in God's word, like nobody's business. And you cannot tell me, no one can tell me that that did not play a huge role. Because I'll be honest with you, the year before that, like if we're talking in, a, in the course of a year. So from Sis, are you struggling to connect with God since your breakup? Do you want to know what God has to say about healing your broken heart? Do you need encouragement every day in this season? I know this feeling all too well. Just like you, I struggle to connect with God and find encouragement after a life-altering breakup. Because of this, I created for you the thing that I would have needed to help and encourage me back then, which is my 365-day devotional, Goodbye Heartbreak, Hello Purpose. One of my readers, Yin, is loving this devotional so much. She said, Every day of your devotional was almost like God ministering to me. If you have been able to see the jottings I have had in this book each day, you have been able to see how God has been ministering and working His healing hands in me many days. I have never enjoyed daily devotion as much as I have with your devotional. Sis and bro, because I know y'all listening too, it's time to get your copy of my book. Every day, you will get a scripture from the Bible, a devotion of me sharing my experiences and what I learned, and a biblically-based affirmation. And there's no better time to buy than now. The New Year's sale is happening now until January 3rd because I want to make sure you get your copy in time for the new year. Order now and use the discount code NEW24 at checkout to get 24% off the only devotional you'll need for 2024, but get yours today because the supply is limited. Hurry over to CandiceABaddies.com forward slash shop to get your devotional so you can begin connecting with God in a fresh way as you heal your broken heart. Check the show notes for details. Now let's get back to the show january 2015 you can say to january 2016. that was just a whole year of transformation for me I was broken down completely because I'll be honest, like I was miserable in the relationship. And then when the breakup happened and my heart got broken, I was miserable there, you know. And so the misery, to be honest, had more to do with the brokenness within me. And so when that relationship ended, it just broke whatever was left because I was already broken. I had I had several relationships before that with heartbreak that i never dealt with. And I've talked about this before. So I had a lot of stuff that was just undercover, not dealt with, which would have been detrimental to my marriage had I gotten married like that. And God is so good that he wouldn't let me. And so when that relationship ended, the little bit that I had together was broken down as well. And so it was like starting from ground zero and God built me back up into a person that I didn't even, I didn't even know I could be. And I love, because I'm still that person as God continues to build within me and grow me and stretch me. But I love that person so much more than the broken person that I was. And not to just down myself from that season of my life, right, because it taught me so much To get me where I am today. But I'm so glad that God didn't leave me that way, that He was able to work things out in me. So from January 2015 to January 2016, I dealt with a lot of brokenness. I had, you know, I had a broken heart that I didn't deal with, and then my heart was broken even more, and it was time for me to finally deal with it. And when I allowed God in to really deal with the brokenness, to heal my hurt, fill my voids and show me something different, a different life, a different feeling, what it was like to truly have peace and joy. Like that was a huge transformation to happen within one year because that's what it was. Like I was like, I love it here. I was still single. I still was over 30, not married. And I was okay with that. I got to that point because I allowed God in to do the healing work within me. And so if I would not have done that, if I would have stayed in that relationship without dealing with that hurt, because if I would have stayed in that relationship, I would not have taken the time to deal with the pain from my past. I would have just kept burying it and covering it up right? And so I would not be here today talking to you had I done that. So I'm so like, so happy that that choice, I didn't know that that choice would change my life this much, but it did. And so just that's, that's something I want you to know, sis, one choice, one thing that you can make a decision about can change your whole entire life forever. And you can see major transformation in 2024. You may not be married, but you could be healed. You may not be married, but you could be whole. You may not be married, but you can be content. You may not be married, but you could have peace, true and lasting peace. You could have joy in your life. Okay, these are all things that you should desire over marriage. So next year, this time, I want you to really start thinking about that. Like, What do you want your life to look like in a year? What is it that you want? Not a man, leave that alone, not marriage, leave that alone. What else do you want in a year from now? What do you want your life to look like? And I understand you're like, but I'm, but I'm lonely and I want, you know, I get it sis, but that can't be the goal. Having a partner, having a marriage can't be the end goal. That stuff will come, but first, how can you seek God? his kingdom and his righteousness, because as long as that's what's on your mind and that's the prize, then God can't be first and you can't have all those other things added to you. Yeah, you could be in a relationship. You could even get married, but if God's not first, you will not be fulfilled in those things. Trust me, ask me how I know, because when I had all those things, like you heard me say in 2015, I was in a relationship and miserable because God wasn't first. I didn't put him first. The man was always first. It may have been a different man <laughs> time after time, but the man was always first. So I'm just telling you, when you start, to, when you make a decision like that, like saying, you know what, God, I'm going to trust you. I don't know what that looks like, but I what I do know is that you're good. What I do know is that you have good plans for me, that you want to prosper me. You don't want to harm me. You have... Um, you want to give me hope in the future? I know that. So I'm going to trust that. <laughs> I'm going to trust you with all my heart. And I'm not going to lean on my own understanding. I'm just going to go ahead and acknowledge you in all of my ways. And allow you to direct my path. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. And when you begin to make those those kinds of choices. Then that's when you see complete total transformation. That's when you see big things happening in a short period of time because God is good like that. He's like, finally, this is what I've been waiting for. This is what I've been wanting from you. And I'm just speaking this to you and I'm just allowing the Holy Spirit to lead me because I don't, I really don't have any notes besides the scripture and, and the journal um, entry right here. But I, I just really hear God, I hear the Holy Spirit Spirit telling me to share that with you. Like that is what God wants. He's, he's waiting for you to make the decision to one, put him first, and two, to trust him. Those are the two things. Those are the ways that you're gonna see transformation in your life. Those are the ways that get everything to turn around for you. Not to get the man, but to feel different, to be different, to experience God in a better and grander way than you have ever experienced him before in your life. And then everything else will be added unto you because Matthew 6, You know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things, these worldly things and worldly desires that we have. Yeah, those things would be added unto you. And what I can say about those things being added unto you is because after I made the decision to trust God and to put him first, those things, yes, were added unto me, but they were in their proper places. They didn't take God's place. The man came. I got married. I have kids. I have a, a career, I have a business, but none of those things are gonna take God's place. He's first, his kingdom, his righteousness. And I get all these things added to me because I put him first. So make that your goal for 2024. A lot can change next year. A lot can change within one year, wherever, whenever you're listening to this, write the date down that you listen to this. Get your journal out. You know, I'm big on journaling, right? So get your journal out and write today's date down and make today the date and make the declaration and saying today, God, I put you first and I'm trusting you. Read that every day and then watch God work watch him work in your life. Read it every day. Believe it every day and watch him work in your life. Watch him turn things around. Watch him heal your heart. Watch him heal your emotions. Watch him see how you'll feel better. See how your situation will not have changed, yet you will be joyful and have peace in your life. You will be content with where you are and waiting on God to say, hey, whenever you're ready, God, I'm here. But you're not going to be forcing things. You're not going to be out there desperate for love and looking for anything that moves. Not you. Not anymore. That's what I want for you, sis. That's what God wants for you. He wants you to put him first. Because there's so much. He ha- I I realized because <laughs> my 30s, I, like when I look back over this decade, things so much happened. And it was one thing after the other. After I finally got my heart healed, I put God first. I trusted him. I was 30 years old and uh, when I wrote this and I made 31 uh, that March, March of 2016. I turned 31 years old and I ended up, getting engaged that August and I got married that November and then after that just like every couple of years things were happening like (laughs) I got married in 2016 we had the baby in 2019 we had the second baby in uh, 2021 I went ahead and wrote the book between uh no I wrote the book in 2020 I started the business like all of these things happened all in this decade. But it was so fast. Like, I, it's, my 30s are almost, <laughs> almost a blur, because so much happened during that time. And I attribute it all to those two things, putting God first and trusting him. So how will your year be different? Only you can tell. Only you know. Definitely be in prayer. Ask God this question. You know, we talked about this, uh, you know, preparing for the new year and how to do that. And one thing is to pray and seek Him and and ask Him, you know, what what things should you be focused on for this year? But um, if you're on my email list, I um, sent an email last week about a question my daughter had for Jesus. And if you're not on my email list, make sure you get on there. I'm just saying you can opt in by getting like the free prayer or the 100 biblical affirmation book, or you can just go to candaceabettys.com forward slash contact and sign up there. But either way, I always send out encouraging things and and things that God speaks to me through mostly my family (laughs) and things that they you know, uh, say and do that just brings revelation. And so my daughter had a question and she wanted to know how old Jesus was and uh, was going to be for for his birthday on Christmas. And I was like, mm, I don't know, you should ask him. And immediately she got on her knees, put her hands together and prayed. And she asked Jesus, how old are you going to be for your birthday? And he, she got up after about a minute or so, she got up and she was like, he said, he's going to be 10. And I just loved it so much because it's like her faith, first of all, her boldness to go in prayer, to ask a question that she needed an answer to. And how, why are we not like that? Why do we not have that childlike faith to be like, I have a question, no matter how trivial it may seem or how big it is. Because again, in Genesis 18 and 14, he said, is there anything too hard for the Lord? They ask that question, is there anything too hard for the Lord? And the answer is no. You may think your situation is too big for him. You may think that your heart is beyond repair. You may think that this is just your life now. You will never have peace again. You will never have joy again. But guess what? That is a lie from the enemy. He wants you to believe that, but he knows the truth. He knows if you put God first and you trust him that things are going to change in your favor. And he don't, he don't want that. He does not want that for you. He wants you to stay stuck, heartbroken, busted and disgusted and go through another whole year wasting your life away because you didn't take the time to heal. You didn't take the time to put God first. You didn't take the time to really seek him for answers and trust him at his word. We're going to do better, sis. We're doing better in 2024. We want to see change. We don't want the same thing again. We want to see change. And the change has to start within you. If you want things to change around you and you want your circumstances to change, you have to change first. And that is what I learned. I allowed God to heal my heart and to change my mindset, to change the way I spoke and, and talked to people and talk to myself. My prayer life changed and everything around me changed everything. It shifted my world. It shifted my entire life. I believe it shifted my destiny of where I was headed because my, if I would have continued on that road that I was on, my future did not look great. But when I decided to put God first and trust him, do the healing work, it changed. My destiny now looked like what God had planned for me. You always have a choice, this You always have the choice. And what to do. So make the right decision. And that's it. I could go on. I probably could, but this episode is long enough. <laughs> so I'm going to stop right here and um, I hope you, I hope you enjoyed this conversation. You know, you're not able to speak back, but I would love to hear from you in the Facebook group. If you are not there yet, make sure that you come and join the Facebook group to continue this conversation. Also, you can always send me an email at contact at And I love to hear from you guys, but Um, just know that I'm praying for you and believe, believe that 2024 is going to bring about a change in your life and not just because it's a new year, but because you're going to make some choices and decisions that will bring about the best change for you. Okay. I love you so much, sis. Happy new year early okay don't forget if you have not gotten the devotional yet the sale is going on go to candaceabettys.com forward slash shop get my devotional because that is an amazing way to get started being consistent in God's word for 2024 and you can use the discount code new24 at checkout so that you can get 24% off to celebrate your change for the new year sis I love it okay and I love you and I'll talk to you again real soon bye Hey sis, listen, if you've been blessed, changed or inspired by this podcast in any way, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts. This is the number one way that you can thank me and show support for the show. Also, if this podcast blessed you don't keep it to yourself. Do a quick share and bless someone else.